Hello and welcome to the Create with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Hutton. I'm a millennial business coach, a virtual assistant, social media strategist, and a confidence expert. And I am so excited that you are here joining me today. Inside the Create with Confidence podcast, we will dive into all things creating a career online, personal branding, social media marketing, mindset, confidence, and how you can build a freedom-based lifestyle. I want you to leave this podcast with confidence around your online business and the belief that your biggest dreams are possible for you. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Create with Confidence podcast. This is going to be such a good lesson. I can already feel it. I wanted to talk this week about how you can land clients with a small social media following. Obviously, you can apply this to Instagram, like most of my clients, most of my students are all kind of using Instagram. So I've kind of titled it that, but this can obviously be applied to whatever social media platform that you are using. And to start us off, I wanted to tackle a really big limiting belief. And I wanted to share a bit of a story about my background around this limiting belief as well. And that is that you need to have a large following in order to land clients. And so Before hiring my first business coach, all my virtual assistant clients, they came from people that I knew in person, or they came from referrals from previous clients. I hadn't really landed a client because I was just doing kind of social media management and virtual assistant at the time. I hadn't really landed a client through social media yet. So at the time I was mainly on Instagram. I don't even think I had TikTok at that time. And I was, you know, I was in the social, in the Facebook groups and things like that as well, but mainly just promoting on Instagram. I had about maybe two, 300 followers at the time. And I truly didn't think that that was enough to be seen as credible or professional. I believed that, you know, when I looked at other people's profiles and their pages, if they had under a thousand followers, I was like, you're not credible. You're not knowledgeable. You're only new. You're not very good at it. You're not making much money. Like I held these like deep beliefs about people. And so I thought that, you know, when people were looking at my profile and I didn't have very many followers, that they would assume the same things about me. So because of this, my biggest priority was growing my audience. I wanted to build up my following because to me, that would mean that I would then be credible enough because I had the followers to back it up. So here I was just sharing all this content, trying to get as many followers as I could. I was hoping pretty much that if I cast the net wide enough, a lead was also going to fall in there and that when they came, they would see that I had followers. They would believe that I was credible because of that. And then they would hire me. But my problem was that even though I was kind of drawing in quite a lot of an audience in my content, these leads, they were seeing my content. Sure, they might be following me, but I wasn't getting any clients from that. These people, they just weren't hiring me. And I know there was leads in there, but they just, they weren't hiring me. So this perpetuated that belief that Well, if they're not working with me, obviously they're following me, so they must like my content, but they don't see me as credible enough. Obviously, it's because I don't have enough followers. So this cycle continued over and over and over again. And I find it really funny how we have these beliefs and then our minds, they look for things that validate, they reiterate that belief, regardless of whether it's true or not. And I'm actually planning an episode on kind of how your thoughts really do dictate your reality. So if this is a topic that you're curious about, send me a DM on Instagram with any questions and I'll make sure to answer them in the episode that's coming up in a couple of weeks. But I just, I find it so crazy because at the end of the day, like the problem, it really wasn't that I didn't have enough followers. It was that I believed I didn't have enough followers. How crazy is that? It was that I didn't really know how to challenge that belief. 
It's because I just took that as fact. And so the problem was that I let that belief pull my focus from my actual goal. Because even though my priority became growing my following, I didn't actually want more followers just for the sake of having more followers. I wanted more followers because I believed that if I had more followers, they would be clients. So when we kind of strip it back and we go, okay, but like, what's the actual goal here? It's not to grow my following, it's to land clients. But here I was overcomplicating the process so much, I was adding in all of these unnecessary checkpoints. And at the end of the day, it is so easy to do. And I see it happen all the time, especially with students who come into my program. They have these same beliefs as well, because there's a million and one different pieces of conflicting information out there. There's so many beliefs that were kind of grown up. I mean, I mentioned it in another one of my podcast episodes that I work with a lot of millennials and oftentimes we've worked in corporate And we've seen kind of what it means to be professional. And we've grown up with social media where you've got influencers who, you know, they're only seen as being credible if they have enough followers. And so we assume that and and take that on as well, despite the fact that we have a completely different business. And so here I was completely overcomplicating the process around how to get to my main goal. And so if you want to land clients, even with a small audience. Now, whatever that means to you, whether it's 100 followers, whether it's 300, 500, 1,000, whatever that means to you, you need to choose to believe that you can because it is a conscious choice. You need to choose to believe that you are credible enough, that you already do have ideal clients waiting and wanting to work with you, that you already have these ideal clients inside your following or inside your circle. Obviously, for the sake of this episode, I'm primarily talking about clients in your social media following, but don't disregard the people that you know in real life too. The people you went to school with, the people you went to uni with, the people you used to work with, family, friends. Choose to believe that they too could be your next clients. Because when you choose to believe in the possibility, your brain is going to start to look for those things to back it up. And so if I believed that a few hundred followers back then was more than enough, then the way that I was showing up also would have been completely different. I wouldn't have to, you know, create from a place of lack where I was constantly thinking I don't have enough, where I was constantly trying to just cast out my net wider and wider and get more people to like me. I wouldn't have been creating content just to attract a new audience. I would have instead been focused on nurturing my current audience and I would have focused on learning how to actually sell and how to land clients, knowing that my ideal clients were just one step away from working with me. I would have been excited at the possibility that my next client could literally come at any moment. And do you see how the energy is so different simply from reframing that belief and that showing up completely differently, you know, in the way that you operate changes just from reframing that belief. And when you do that, that obviously leads to different results as well. So that's the first step. You need to believe, you need to choose to believe that you can. Then once you've got your clarity around those beliefs and you are completely on board 100% with your vision, you're feeling super excited because you already know that they are coming, that they are already here then the next step is to start to make your mess your message. Because people who fall in love with your story, they will always be your first followers. And in turn, they'll also be your first customers. 
But before we can take action, it's really, really important to have clarity. You need to build the foundation first, right? So to do this, I wanted to share a practice that I do with my students. And I want you to take a look at your current profile and just do a little bit of an audit with me. So if you can pause this um, throughout these, I've got to just, I've got a couple of questions for you, right? And I want you to be really serious, journal on them, or just ask yourself them right in the moment. I want you to be brutally honest with yourself as well. So zoom out, take a step back, pretend this is the first time that you are seeing your profile, you're interacting with you and answer these couple of questions. So the first question is, what three to five words would you use to describe your profile? What words come to your head instantly? Second question is, how did your page make you feel? Are you excited? Are you curious? Does it make you annoyed? And what about your content? When you look at it, how does that make you feel? Do you feel really good? Is it relaxing? Is it chaotic? Or does it bore the shit out of you? And lastly, I want you to ask yourself, would you actually follow you? Or a better question really is, would you hire you? Would you want to work with you? Just from your profile. And then write out 10 reasons why you either would or you wouldn't, depending on what your answer is. I was going to say just write out as many as you can think of, but if you're anything like me, you'll probably get to about three and you would have given yourself maybe a minute to do it and you'd be like, I can't think of any more. I just don't know. And so I'm going to challenge you to come up with 10. Take as long as you need to do this and truly sit there in the uncomfortable silence, as cringy and as awkward as it may feel, until you can get them out. Now, I often find that when you do this or when I do this practice with my students, they come back and they say, no, I probably wouldn't hire me. I probably wouldn't. And if you wouldn't follow or hire you, then what makes you think that they're going to? At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. If you don't like what you're doing, if it doesn't feel aligned with you, why? (laughs) What's the point? You know, it's got to make sense for you for people to want to work with you. You've got to love it first because at the end of the day, nobody's going to love it as much as you do. No one's going to see as much value in you as you do. So you need to work on that first. So what I normally do is we dive into this with my students. We go over their reasons. And the thing that often comes up is that they find that their page is lacking in some way. So sometimes they say it's, I need to add more personality. It's, you know, it's very you know, I need to be professional. And so there's, there's no personality. I'm not showing my face. Maybe it's that they're not storytelling enough. And so it's very one dimensional. It's very shallow. Maybe it's that there's no information that people don't actually know how they can work with them. And sometimes they don't know. And it's just that something just isn't sitting right for them and they can't put their finger on it. But for majority of my students, the thing that is missing is their ability to share unapologetically. They hold back. There's so much hesitation and there's so much reservation around what they want to put out into the world. Because as a new virtual assistant, as somebody who's just starting their own business, it is so scary opening yourself up to judgment and criticism. It's so hard to admit that you're a beginner. It's hard to admit that you don't have any clients. And so what they do is they fake it until they make it, they hide their mess. They make surface level content and they expect clients to come. And that's where the disconnect is when they look back on their profile. 
I want you to think about any hero movie, right? The reason that you're so excited for the happy ending and, you know, when they defeat the villain is because you've seen their struggle. You saw what it took for them to get where they are. And that is so much more impactful. Like, could you imagine, like, I always use Cinderella as a good example, right? Because we saw her, you know, she was scrubbing all of the floors and she was treated like shit from her stepsisters and her stepmom. And then, you know, she gets the prince and you're so happy for her and you're like, haha, sucked in to everybody else, right? Because you saw that. If you just saw her getting dressed up and she's at the ball and then she gets the prince, it's like, okay, cool. But it's not nearly as impactful because you've actually seen the journey for her to get there. The same goes for your social media account, right? If you show your personality and you show all the ups, all the downs, this is what has us as viewers inspired to take action. This is what has us as viewers wanting to work with you. Because at the end of the day, the reason why your friends, your family, and the people you know are often going to be your first client is because they know your journey. They like who you are and they're willing to give you a go. They're willing to give you a shot purely off the basis that they like who you are. So inside my program, I call this phase becoming the BFF. So think of your favorite influencer, your favorite celebrity or public figure. Odds are you consume their content and purchase things from them because you like who they are or you see yourself in them. There's some part of you that connects with who they are. And a good example of somebody who does this absolutely phenomenally is Emma Chamberlain. So she's a YouTuber and she's unapologetically herself online in such a refreshing way. She's got over 10 million subscribers on YouTube because of it. Now, I watch every single one of her video, ads and all. Now, I don't watch ads. I skip through them because I'm like, oh, just get onto the next thing. But for her, I watch all of her ads purely because I know that every ad I watch and the longer I watch it, she gets paid more. I like her personality so much so that I want to keep supporting her in all ways that I can. I don't drink coffee. She has her own coffee brand. So I would buy it if I could, but I don't drink coffee. The only way that I can think to support her is watching those ads. So that's what I do because her content is like a breath of fresh air. And I consume everything that she does. Every one of her Vogue things that she does, every partnership, I watch them all. All right. I listen to her podcast. I do it all. Now, the Kardashians are another great example. They're obviously huge celebrities. They've made billions of dollars because people like who they are. Now, obviously, that is a bit of a controversial statement. Maybe people don't like who they are. Maybe they like, they think they're funny. They, they're entertained by them. At some, some point, people think that they connect with them, right? They don't purchase Kylie's makeup or, you know, skims because they're the best products out in the market, do they? They purchase them because on some level, they like them. They want to be like them in some way. So when you can become that BFF online and, you know, take that from those celebrities and, you know, the, those influences, when you can kind of insert that into your being, people are more likely to want to purchase from you and want to work with you. And obviously you can spend time building up your portfolio, growing your following, doing everything kind of the professional corporate way, or you could challenge that that's the only way to do it. And you could fast track your impact by starting to make your mess your message, by showing up shamelessly, by showing up unapologetically, and honestly being true to you. Because how crazy is it that we spend so much time worrying, well, we spend pretty much more time worrying about the opinions and thoughts of other people than we do being true to ourselves. And imagine how much more of an impact we'd make if we started being true to ourselves 
more than worrying about what everybody thinks about us. So that brings us to the third step, and that is to become the authority, to step into being that bitch, okay? (laughs) So when you believe that you are super credible, that clients are already on your way, you're practicing showing up, making your mess your message, then the next step is to start opening up the conversation, start inviting people in, because it's all good and well to, you know, want to build that BFF factor, but you can't just be their BFF. You have to show them how you can help. Otherwise, you'll just attract people who have no intention of purchasing from you ever. So if you want to stand out as an authority, then you need to be completely sold on your service. You need to understand the transformation you provide and you need to want to share it shamelessly. You need to get so excited about the possibility of what is on the other side of working with you for your client that you cannot stop talking about it. That you do, you show up and share it over and over and over again. Despite how cringy, despite how desperate, despite how spammy or salesy your ego is currently telling you that you are. You can't just post once or twice and then when you hear crickets, start retreating back into the safety of your shell and don't post again for a month because your ego in your head is going, people know that you have no clients. How desperate, how spammy, how salesy do you want to be? Like, who the hell cares? Really, who cares? You know, how are you expecting to land clients If you're not going to show up and share over and over and over again, you know, people aren't going to know unless you open the door and you start that conversation first. And I don't mean pitch by that. I just mean, you know, throw an opening party and let everybody in. Let everybody know what you do, how you help. You need to practice continuous execution. And you need to be willing to show up in times where you're either getting no response at all or you're getting no's as a response. And this is going to test you. This is going to be so hard. Most people give up before they've even gotten to this point, before they've even truly given themselves a chance because their egos can't take it. But becoming the authority, it means putting your dreams above your ego. It means tackling your fears head on. It means getting uncomfortable over and over and over again. And I don't say that to scare you or to put you off pursuing your dreams. I truly say that just to prepare you so that when this does happen, you don't feel alone. You know that other people have gone through it too. I want to prepare you for that so that you don't go into a self-doubt and a shame spiral because this is a normal part of the process. You go into it thinking, ah, you know, people making 100k out here in a couple of weeks. I can do it. It's not that hard. This must be easy. At the end of the day, it's simple, but simple doesn't mean easy. And at the end of the day as well is when you grow, things are going to break. It's why they say there's often a breakdown before there's a breakthrough. But on the other side of you putting your dreams above your ego is you waking up with your DMs flooded with dream clients wanting to work with you. It's you getting to wake up by the pool, getting to work on your laptop, doing half a day and then saying, screw it. I'm going to go explore. That is the benefit of putting your dreams above your ego and not many people do it. It's not supposed to be easy. If it was, there'd be way more entrepreneurs already out there. All right. So it is your job as the authority to host that epic opening party that no one's going to forget about. It's your job to make people feel so seen and so understood that they have no other choice but to want to work with you. They're so inspired by you showing up shamelessly, by your belief 
that it's possible for you, that they need to take action on their dreams and hire you right now. So as we wrap up this episode, I did just want to share some of my student wins after working with me on implementing these things and the results that they achieved. So one of my students, she landed her first client. She had less than 300 followers. Now, before she started working with me, she she probably started her business six months before working with me and she hadn't landed a single client. She was scared to show up. She was scared to share that she was taking on clients. And at the same time, she was dreaming about landing those clients as well. So after we tweaked a few things, we tweaked her messaging, after only a month, she started landing clients. She landed her first client within that first month. And by the second month, she had landed another one, all because she started implementing these things. Now, another one of my clients, she completely booked out her services after just two months of working with me. She only had 600 followers. Now, these are obviously real results that have happened for my students. And they've ha- they can happen for you too. Like I see this happen so often that I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever that it can happen for you too. Whether you're looking to lend your first client or you're currently struggling, you know, you have a couple of clients, but you can't take your business full time. You just don't have that stability yet. I have seen it happen. I know that it can happen for you too. And I have no doubt that it will happen for you too. So if you feel like you need some additional guidance around how you can actually make that happen, send me a DM. We can chat about what support could look like for you. And lastly, as we wrap this episode up, I am offering discounted Instagram accelerator content audits for the entire month of November. So send me a DM on Instagram if you want to claim yours and we'll do a deep dive into your content strategy, your content itself, and I'll give you some tips on how you can use your social media to skyrocket your success. So that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to rate the pod five stars and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye. Bye.